You're listening to Wired on the Wing with thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Ah, Wormy, what have we got in the show this week? Mate, another massive episode. It's a shortened one, but a big Every one. Every episode's massive. It is. We summarise a huge weekend of representative football. We don't have much footy to talk about as a because of that rep footy, do we? Well, a few scores, bits and pieces. Not really, but we have a great chat. Very good chat. Very illustrious guest. Well, let's leave Comes it. Comes from somewhere where we didn't think we'd speak to him. Didn't think I'd speak to you about Netflix so much. Or the socials and fire pits went nuts. And some great correspondence all on this week's episode of Way, Way Out on, on the, the Wing. That's right. <laughs> We're going to break into harmony then, uh, 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 mate. Those snap, those uh, photos you posted of the brewery—they were. It was a chilly morning this cool. morning. We're recording Tuesday instead of Monday. Why? Oh, well, a long weekend. You some enjoyed us, the long weekend. Some of us didn't get back from wherever it was. We were. It was unusual for me to go to the local footy and watch it, and you not watch a game. Did what you pay you? to go in? No. What you? There use? was no one on the gate. Really? Yeah. Uh, it was free footy. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, it was. No, it, was, good? it was good. It oh, was well, actually really, really good. At least um, you saw football for the weekend. Yeah, I saw we'll, no live football. No, nah, we'll get into that later on, mate. Hey, how was your long weekend? Long weekend was cold. I tell you what, if there was going to be a weekend in which you weren't to be playing football, that was probably it. This was the weekend. Hats, it was Hats off to the few leagues around the state that actually did kick off, yeah, including, there are, there are only including a few games. Including the ODFA on a th- Chilly. chilly Thursday night down at Bothell. There would have been some good bonfires. Oh, I've got some data around that. Do you? Yeah, Excellent. Data. Data. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Um, no, it was a bit chilly. I went up to Greens and I saw frost for the first time since we've started going up there for however many years. So, yeah, frost on the first. Uh, went. What What were you doing up early enough to see frost? I, um, I, I was just up and... <laughs> The sun, I saw a beautiful little sunrise and I was like, I'm going to go get down the beach and take a few photos. Uh, photos weren't that good, but then walking home, yeah, there was a big, big frost on the... Um, on the golf course? On the golf course and, yeah, it wasn't going to go out for a putt, but now, anyway. You mentioned golf. Yeah. Now, I heard a story during the week... Uh-oh. ...that in trip- typical Dendam fashion... <laughs> Here we go. ...that your trip up to Queensland which masqueraded around a um, marathon effort. Yep. Well done. Thank you. Uh, was actually being purported... Purported? <laughs> reported. Reported. As uh, one of your offspring having telling... Or telling a few mates that they were going up oh. there for golfing championships. <laughs> I this as well. Yes. I said, what are you talking about? And they said, yeah, apparently you're going up to compete 
in a like a twenty eight thousand dollar golf tournament. I had, or f- I the, had the 50, fifty thousand dollars. Wow, I wish. Um, I don't know okay, if it was so father son. Well, look, because you do have track it, record of doing father son. Actually, a two time Australian father son champion. Um, but uh, look, I do have something to announce. Um, I'm going to have to resign. I'm joining the oh, LIV. Uh, oh. Greg Norman Saudi back golf tour. Um, Just you? Well, they didn't ask me, so I, I contacted them and said, "Look, do you want some players? What a, what a concept! Get a just a random eighteen handicapper, put him in the field, see how it goes." Anyway, I'm on. Um, I've got twenty mil sign on bonus. That was in, um, offered in Bitcoin, wasn't it? So that's <laughs> yeah, worth about worth, three dollars. Yeah, four dollars. Uh, yeah, no, the golf, the golf story. I don't know where that. Uh, we did go and play some golf. We went to a, yeah, we went no, to a top golf. I think golf. this was spruiked by your offspring prior yeah, to actually getting up yeah, there. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't mm, right. It was. So. I reckon it was a bit of those Chinese tall, whispers, a bit of mayo, tiles. a bit of mayo yeah. on the story. But uh, have you ever done that top golf? Uh, is that the driving range? Yeah, where you like you got little no. um, rain, like little areas to hit no, and chip. It's I actually it. it's a lot of fun. No. Yeah, it was worth worth the doing. Patience for that. Although there are beers served at Top Golf. Yeah, yeah, beers. No, the food's amazing. You, you can belt the net. ball as far as you want. Big nets. It's right mm. next to Movie World. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, I wanted to pose a random question. What's um, what's your Netflix and chill? Um, you know, back catalogue like at the moment. Have you been watching much, uh, much Netflix? No, not a big, not a massive Netflix or sit down person to watch that stuff. It's nearly always live sport. Okay, fair enough. If you, anyone out there that's into the Netflix, uh, strongly suggest watch The Hustle, uh, Adam Sandler movie, directed, stars in it. It's about a. Um, He's a he's a. Is that the jewelry one? No, 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 oh. no, no. He's a basketball agent. Oh, I have seen. Uh, no, that sorry, basketball time. scout, yes. and finds this guy from Spain. Yeah, wicked. Heaps of cameos. If you like your, your NBA, it's sport. it's worth watching and sport. Yeah, some really good. He must have good contacts in at Philadelphia seventy. Uh, the Philadelphia seventy sixes because they're on the court with like the coach Doc Rivers during a game. It's just phenomenal. Uh, anyways, and I'm halfway through, so we got to wrap this up quickly. Uh, the inf- <laughs> the the informer. Uh, I haven't heard of it. Is it sport based? No, not sport based. Oh, sorry, you've so, lost me. Anyway, yeah, a couple of couple of shows. If you've got a good Netflix show for me to watch, movie once that's done, getting getting contact. So, um, yeah. Anyway, sounds worm, like it's been a good weekend. Hashtag worm requests. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, do we kick into the radar? Ah, uh, let's do it. Radio. That sounds as though it's from a Netflix show or something. That oh, I'm on mute. Thank you. Mute. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it does. Um, Wing radar. Well, it was a lot of rep footy on the weekend, and uh, we'll, are we going to? Well, we'll, we'll go well, through. Why don't we? We'll start on Thursday night. Yep. Flagged on my radar. Uh, Bothwell down there. Rabbits getting over Campania. Gee, it looked chilly. Uh, look, speaking about a couple of photos there, I asked for a few reports. Nothing was forthcoming, though. I was a bit worried, though, about the ground lights. I've driven past that ground a few times and not really noticed the lights. But to me, it looks as though in those photos that some of the car headlights are doing almost as good a job as the, uh, the ground lights. Um, now, I mentioned data. On the off the top of the show, 
I went back through the uh, Bureau of Meteorology uh, observations oh, for yes. Bothell. Okay. It's deep, deep dive. Uh, the apparent air temperature was hovering around freezing on that Thursday night. Zero degrees. Did, did they give it a one of those, is zero, feels like minus 15? No, so that's what, so the apparent air temperature. Now, you're big on your weather and Yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Apparent yeah, air temperature is, the, is what it feels like. Okay, right. So, hovering I mean, I knew, around I knew, zero. Yeah. Yep. Do you run with the long sleeve? Or the coach t- says you're not allowed to, a.k.a. Alex Clarkson. Did, he, he, always did he not like long-sleeve no, Guernseys? Is that it? right? No. So Chad Wingard wouldn't have no. fared well. Oh, so right. do you run the long-sleeve? Well, as long as Alistair Clarkson's not my coach, I would. Or do you double up? Do you have the long-sleeve under the short-sleeve? I'd be tripling up, I Trip. reckon. I'd have a short-sleeve, long-sleeve, and then a short-sleeve over the top. What about a pack of those... Um, Hand warmers down your jocks. No, I don't think that. they'd just drop out. Down your skins? No, they'd. <laughs> skins. <laughs> uh, but the I, good I, thing... I knew a guy that used to pack them around his thighs just so he made his legs look bigger. Really? No, no, I made, no. Made, made that up, uh, but it's a good story. <laughs> maybe it's some of those ruckmen that run with those weird ah, padding. Actually, I knew one of them. Big, tall, lanky ruckman <laughs> from halfway between Lonsest here and, and yeah, Hobart. Lonsest. Yeah. He's a bit of a bit old, bit of a uh, Do you know the best thing about the ODFA at the moment? Between rounds eight and fourteen, which we've just done round eight, uh, they've got double headers. Oh, excellent! At, so, at um, just one one ground. Well, the, there's three games across the uh, weekend, and okay. two of those games, two you, of those three. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Well, I have just flagged in our calendar July the second. Uh, I think we've got that booked. At Campbelltown. Ooh. Campbelltown versus Mount Pleasant for the Battle of Dirt. Wow. I'm pretty sure July the 2nd was our Queenstown trip. Yeah, well, I haven't exactly confirmed that I'm doing that. Yeah. Okay. I'll have a look at that. Uh, uh, but no yeah, photos, okay. very disappointingly, no photos coming out of um, Bothwell Fire Pits after the, uh, the post went worldwide. On the socials for the fire pit that we uh, that I was at, not you. It was actually a lot of comments around a past players' day at Old Scotch. One of the best ones we've ever had, largely because I wasn't there. Hundred uh, <laughs> percent. Very funny. Very funny. What's flagged on your radar, Wimmy? Oh, mate, there's a fair bit. Um, obviously, we had a lot of rep footy, and I went along to watch the NTFA women's take on the Northwest women's on Monday. Um, Northwest girls were strong again. That, they were good. I tell you what, it was a very, very close game up to quarter time. Uh, uh, sorry, half time. And then I spoke to a couple of the assistant coaches from uh, NTFA, and they said, yeah, they're really pleased and happy with the way it's going. But then the Northwest just stepped, uh, put their foot to the, the pedal and dominated the second half. Um, I really liked Courtney Hingston's game and Olivia Smith. They were really good. Abby Hoiberg-Cox was dominant again. Uh, but they just, they've just got a lot of class. And I also think the NTFA had played on the, on the Saturday uh, backing up, they didn't have Abby. Oh, so they played Saturday and then Monday. And then Monday. Ah. And you're playing Northwest Coast, who haven't. Um, Abby Green, uh, Deanne Taylor, both didn't play. So there's your, you know, your captain and and your key uh, forward AFL experience. So that was a massive loss. Um, the girls did 
Yeah, the girls did. Uh, the girls did pretty well. The NTFA girls, but just got yeah, just final got score ran over. Uh, actually, good. Seven eleven fifty three. Perfect to Northwest Football League to one five eleven. Yeah, I tell you who's a very good player for South Launceston. I've got a good one there. Uh, April Crooks. She dominated on. Played really well on Saturday and, and played really well again on, on Monday. Lots of run, beautiful kick. So, um, yeah, well done to them. And so we've got uh, the SFL women's playing the N Northwest women's coming up. Uh, I don't know when that Date. is. Yeah, but um, what in, what, that'll basically decide, so, that'll decide who As it did last year, I think, too. Yeah. That'll uh, presumably be at North Hobart. I've got that right I here reckon. on last week's summary. NW versus SFL Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday, 18th of June at East Devonport. East Devonport. East up Devonport. There. They yeah. played North Hobart last year. Yeah, so get along to that if you're up the northwest or down the northwest coast, up the northwest coast. That'll be a cracking game with both teams. Yeah, one win against the NTFAW. Hey, um, did you? What do you reckon those guys are laughing at? <laughs> These two oh, umpires. Is, uh, looks like a rendition of the national anthem. There's a there's a rep. That was a rep game. The senior men's. So I want to I want to find those two umpires in this photo yeah, we'll, and find we'll out post what that to the socials and ask the question. Yeah, what what are they laughing at? Uh, uh, there was also men's uh, rep was, footy. I tell you what the. SFL had a dominant day all up against the NTFA. They lost. Except in the senior <laughs> men's. <laughs> Which was somewhat surprising. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, that NTFA team was good. I, I, I must admit, I'd be interested to talk to Tubes or, you know, someone SFL as to how strong that side was. I saw Josh Green was playing. So, yeah. I mean, it looked like it had some, some big names. But NTFA absolutely Tore him a new one early anyway. SFL kicked kicked back, but um, yeah, the NTFA Wonder dominated. If it, it was a strong reckon, side. Do you reckon that would be a same or similar result scoreline? So just looking at it, NTFA eleven fourteen eighty uh, got over the line to SFL eight six fifty four. Do you reckon that would be a similar scoreline if the NTFA travelled south for that or do you would you presume uh, with the same team yeah same team um, oh mate who knows I'm going to say yes <laughs> okay I reckon the SFL will put in a better performance do? if it was down there yeah why I just think that rep football your home ground when you're coming but together it's not a home stuff, ground it's not a home ground for, but you're not travelling as far true and you're coming together and stuff but maybe the bonding helps I mean maybe it's an advocate for a state series uh, well there's some correspondence about okay. that we'll get to that hmm um, no, well done to the NTFA blokes. Yep. Yeah. So the SFL, yeah, so the NTFA won the seniors, lost the under-18s. The SFL won by 20 points in that. They lost the women's as well. So And they lost the women's, uh, sorry, the SFL beat the NTFA and the women's uh, seniors by 30 points and the under-20 uh, match by 22 points. It was very close up to uh, half-time. So, yeah, anyway... Good bit of representative footy uh, on the league, but that isn't the. I mean, let's. I'm going to get to this now. That wasn't the biggest rep game of the round. You what, know what, what the biggest rep game of the round? TSL. Was. No rep uh-huh. game. We'll have a quick. Let's get to it. Let's discuss it. Well, we've got a pretty good guest. Yeah. Well, should we just let's get go the result? Fish- let's go fishing. All right. 
So, Wildus, uh, mate, how lucky are we? We've just spoken about the game. We've actually got on the line. We've caught something. Oh, good. We've got on the line Mark Williams, who is one of the co-founders of the Right Island Flatheads. Mark, welcome to Way Out in the Wing. Great to be here, guys. How are you doing? Good? We're doing very well, thanks, for a chilly... Actually, it's not too bad. Uh, it's a bit warmer a- tonight a- than it was. How Did you get a frost up on the coast this morning, Mark? Yeah, a lot of ice around, and we've just had a massive big storm through over the weekend, apparently, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's quite a nice day, though, anyway. Now, now, Mark, you are one of the co-founders of the Right Island Flatheads, but before the Flatheads, you had a, a reasonable uh, footy career yourself, mate, played at Penguin, and then... Went over to Melbourne, uh, played in for North Melbourne and Footscray in the VFL. Tell us a little bit about your your background. Oh, just briefly, I started out with Penguin as about a 15-year-old and got uh, recognised as someone with a little bit of talent. I suppose the fact that I was the only one taller than six foot on the in Penguin or on the northwest coast, they took me over to uh, Melbourne and I had a couple of years with uh, under Ron Barassi there and uh, managed to play a few games in the seniors. And then they were looking to really bolster their stocks uh, uh, to have a shot at the premiership again. And they traded me over to Footscray in a swap where the, um, North Melbourne got Gary Dempsey. I don't know if you remember him. Yep, absolutely. The star Ruckman in those days. And they traded myself and the two other guys over to Footscray. I had a year there and uh, broke down with a few more injuries and decided that uh, maybe life back in Tassie was for me. So I returned and... Um, spent the rest of my footy days here on the northwest coast with Devonport and East Devonport and a bit out the tribe and then hung them up. So uh, that's you, me in a nutshell. You mentioned that you got a bit of height. Are you you were a ruckman or a key position player? Yeah, I, oh, I guess it was 196 centimetres and played in the ruck and centre-half back, centre-half forward. And when I got a bit older and got a bit more injured, I, I just Went to the goal square where most old people go and finished my years up there trying to, you know, kick a few goals to become keep relevant. But in the end, it got too hard, so pulled, pulled the pin. Now, Mark, the Right Island Flatheads, you've just gone over and played a rep game against the, the King Island uh, representative team. Tell us a little bit about the Flatheads. We loved the name when we first heard it. How did that side and team come about? Mate, in 2017, um, I just announced that the Australian Masters were going to be held on the northwest coast in October. This was February, and we were, myself and a bunch of other guys that I go fishing with up here in the coast, uh, were at a music festival in Devonport. And at that festival was about 20 ex-players from around the coast that we did, did know and go fishing with and all that. And we, well, one of them over about 100 beers decided that we should look at um, putting a team in the... Um, Masters game so quickly that from that event we picked up 20 players and then within a week we had about 30 guys who wanted to play uh, so we started training a few months out from the event and went through and won the whole lot uh, and from there the uh, the team was, was up and running but we decided we needed a name and everyone that we knew went fishing up around this island off Devonport called Rice Island and uh, naturally enough you've got to have an animal or a, some type of creature in your name so we became the Flatheads well, well, yeah. Mark, I've seen, I've scrolled through your Facebook page, um, and there are some monster flatheads that you boys have caught uh, through the days. Um, that there's some. Look at that one, Wilders. There, there are some huge, huge fish on there. And while I was scrolling through, I saw, um, I saw Paul Bryant's involved. How's Bluey involved? I actually work with Bluey at Findex. So, how's he involved? I'm presuming he's not your full forward. 
name, no. no if you know Paul well, you would know his playing days are long, long gone. But Paul was with me at this function, uh, this music festival, and he's been a driving force behind the Flatheads. He sort of uh, uh, used his um, financial sort of things uh, to keep it close on the books. And, um, yeah, he's uh, he comes along and does a lot of the um, forward planning and he's uh, self-appointed chairman of selectors, uh, <laughs> you know, all that type of stuff. So, no, he's been a strong, strong supporter. And, unfortunately, this trip over to a uh, recent trip to King Island, uh, Paul got a bit ill and couldn't make the trip. So he's missed his first ever Floodheads game. But, anyway, now, he'll bounce back. Mark, just uh... – the Wright Island Flatheads, I notice there's no mention of football in that because just going through the photos from the uh, tour over the weekend, it uh, doesn't masquerade as a bit of a pub crawl, does it, by any chance? No, no, our guys have played uh, 12 games and we've won 10 and the only two losses we've ever had are both times on, we've been to King Island three, uh, two years ago and again this weekend. Um, we we don't, certainly don't have the same strength of the side that we had when we were in the Masters games, but um, when you take uh, 22 players and 20 supporters across to King Island uh, with golf and fishing and things like that in mind, football takes a sort of a you know back seat. But um, you know we we did have a, quite a few drinks when we got there and throughout the weekend. So, I mean, you, you supported the local community. Yeah, very much so, very much so. <laughs> like, on our previous trip over there, we took a band with us, uh, a cover <laughs> band as well, and, um, and they played at the King Island Club and they took $28,000 for the night, which was their biggest ever. Wow, taking. that's awesome. They had a crowd of 250 people there, which is, you know, a third of uh, yeah, a third of the island's population. And that's and, that, that's always a positive to a trip like this, that not only are you getting a bit of fun and enjoyment by playing the game and having fun, but uh, yeah, that um, giving back to that local community that, that requires to be so strong. Oh, mate, that's exactly right. And, um, you know, we've, we've got, you know, uh, really positive uh, reports back from all the people we've been involved with over there. You know, we, we do, you know, hang out at the pub a fair bit and the King Island Club, and but the accommodation places where we stay, they've been, you know, giving us written references and all that type of stuff. So, so the... The game against King Island, you've lost to them twice, yet you haven't you haven't beaten them yet. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. And and is this going to be moving forward an annual thing? Are we looking every second year? Well, we're hoping to get. We are we hoping to get um, King Island over to the, possibly Devonport next year, if possible, and uh, you know where we can probably present an even stronger side because we just take whoever we can to the island and it's quite expensive if you've ever been to King Island to get there like the airfares are I think about 500 return yeah plus your accommodation so that's not everyone's you know budget so um, we'd like to see them over over on Tassie soil or over on our soil where we could build up an even stronger side and maybe uh, knock them off but uh, I've been speaking with their president Jan Van Ruswick over there he's uh, really keen to get it party together to tour the uh, Jan, to Jan loves he loves the King Island footy he's great mate Great supporter of ours. A superstar he is. He's a real, real lover of sport and um, they would be in a bit of trouble without him there. 100%. Uh, Mark, um, even though you didn't win the game, can you give us a little bit of an insight into who might have been named uh, best on ground for the weekend from the Flatheads? Uh, Well, we had a a pretty strong side on paper when we left Devonport, but when we got there, Bernie wouldn't clear one of our our key players is Nick Delante, who, who plays centre half back and in the ruck for Bernie in the NW, NWFL. So we, we quickly had to find someone else. And then 
Um, by the time we'd hit the ground, seven of our players had suffered mishaps. Uh, <laughs> one guy uh, tore his thigh uh, getting his shorts on, <laughs> and he couldn't even get – he got out on the ground, but he didn't last the warm-up. <laughs> so another one of our players from Wynyard was coming in that day, and the flight arrived, and he didn't have any gear. So we hastily had to try and find him gear, and he played the game in uh, footy boots that were half a size too short, uh, too small for him. <laughs> That's um, no, it's not good. Uh, one of our key movers is a guy called Adam Jeffrey from Latrobe. Who's the is, that, is, that, is that Jiffy? Jiffy Jeffrey. He played, did he? And, That's Jiffy's yeah, a, yeah. He's a wing all-star, mate. He's one of our favourites, Jiffy. He, he is an absolute legend. He's, look, he's a, a rat, rebel, but he's, a, he's loved everywhere he goes. He tore his groin in the opening minutes. Oh, Latrobe will be happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Philip Croden was a, goal, a century goal kicker with Devonport a few years ago. He yep. played and he got knocked out cold and was taken to the hospital in the oh. ambulance, but, but he bounced back. Uh, and then we had four or five others that, that couldn't, couldn't finish the game. So well, I think we finished with about 15. Jeez, on the it ground. sounds like a real tour of duty. <laughs> yeah, but everyone um, everyone was up and about later that night and, and I'm sure they were. Drawn for two more days. Sa- Sammy, it, so. Sammy Greaves played uh, reasonably well, kicked a few, was named up there in the best. Yeah, Sam's playing it out of fourth at the moment. He, he yeah. did very well considering he would have had about three hours sleep for the whole weekend. <laughs> um, Sounds like a played... real mixed uh, mitch, mixed bunch, Mark, of some ex-players, some current players, just a great club. You know, I mean, what's yeah. what's the what's the potential for a couple of um, a couple of northern blokes to to you know squeeze onto the field maybe potentially for the next uh, for the next trip, mate. Anyone can play for the Flatheads. I've just got to turn up and not be too big a, too big a, uh, a rat bag, and then you're guaranteed of a game. Um, no, we, we've we've got pretty good support from uh, local businesses around Devonport and along the coast, and they've been really terrific with their uh, sponsorship, which has allowed us to do a lot of other things. We we had a, a jumper presentation at our original when we originally formed. We had Matthew Richardson oh. <laughs> and Ben Harrison come over as our guest speakers. Oh, I was about and, I was about to say that there was some celebrity pe- appearances on the Facebook page with Matty Richardson. Yeah, yeah no, they're they're good supporters of the, the of our, our whole setup, and um, we've even got a, a, a cricket side now called the uh, Seagulls, who also writes Island Seagulls, and we play in a local comp up here, and um, and we, that's been going for about four or five years too. Well, we play. We've we've got a cricket team uh, called the Polecats, which we might see if we can potentially organise a, a match during summer at some the stage. Polecats the versus Polecats. the Seagulls. Yeah. I love it, mate. Our, our seagulls love to travel. We've played lots of games up at Weymouth, up in the northeast, and we'll we'll travel anywhere. Uh, our guys camp in uh, the, the camper vans and tents and whatever, and have a real uh, a real fun weekend and whilst having a game of cricket. Well, Mark, it sounds as though you had a ripper weekend over on the King Island. We, uh, we're always um, love hearing about these sort of tours of duty and especially uh, over to King Island, which are crying out for a bit more of this stuff. We looked to take the Wing All-Stars over there but ran out of funds at a very early stage. And we, and we might apologise to your guys. We probably um, grabbed majority of those vouchers. I know Will applied for about 400 of them, hence probably some of your blokes couldn't get any. Is that right? We got three. We yeah, got three out of it. We took... We took 40 people with us this time, so wow. you know, it's pretty good. You're the guys that should be getting more of them going over and doing that. Absolutely. Well, so we did apply to get some funding from AFL Tasmania and all that, but they seem to have their eyes firmly picked on, uh, you know, set on something else. Big, bigger, bigger teams. Yeah, I know, but, you know, we were, we were helping keep the King Island League going with something that got three teams, and then without 
us and uh, other people travelling to the island, they they wouldn't have much to look forward to. One hundred. Yeah, we're with you there, mate. Yep. Mark, yeah. thanks very much for joining us on Way Out in the Wing, mate. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and we look forward to uh, either seeing more flathead results, or potentially playing a game of cricket, or potentially football against you, or even pulling on the flathead jumper. Oh, look at you it. guys are more than welcome. Thanks again. Beautiful, thanks, Mark. Mark. Thanks for your time, mate. See ya. Cheers, Mark. Appreciate that, mate. That was fantastic. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, excellent. Make sure you're up to date with all things Tassie football by following Way Out in the Wing on your social media platforms at Way Out Wing on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And use the hashtag Way Out Wing to ensure you're part of the Wing community and we can share all your Tassie footy experiences. Jeez, I wish we played for the Flatheads. Oh, God, what a team. Well, maybe, you, the maybe we pretty will. Good. Well, we might. He, uh, Mark did allude to the fact that there could be a couple of Does that mean we have to – do you reckon there'd be a – rather than playing a trial game, we have to go for a trial fish? <laughs> I might struggle. I reckon your chances of being thrown overboard <laughs> are a big? lot get higher on, than mine. Get on their Facebook page. Have a look at some of the... Um, right Island Flatheads? Yeah, Right Island Flatheads. Have a look at some the of the w. size of those Flatheads. They are massive. I don't know if that's computer in hands. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the final result in that game, yeah, the King Island Footy Association won quite convincingly in the end. 13 goals, 12.90 to uh, five goals, seven. Oh, there you go. Another, another home team win. Yeah, true. Well, maybe you're onto something here, Wilders. But uh, a lot of injuries. Uh, sad a, to hear a about. A lot. <laughs> they was lucky to get. They were almost going to force the uh, King Island numbers game. With, start <laughs> with twelve. Uh, pity, pity about uh, Jiffy. That's, yes. Oh, I don't like hearing that. Be interested to hear anyone from the Latrobe Football Club how you. Rap that Jiffy might have just caught the little injury. Yeah. Uh, now, mate. I wonder if Jiffy took uh, his son Cohen over Ooh. just for a little bit of extracurricular expertise. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Now, anything else on the wing radar uh, for yes. you before we get to uh, some TSL, Lauderdale burying North Hobart. Sam Siggins continuing his dominant season with 35 posies and a goal. Uh, Clarence gave Launceston a run for their money. Um, but... They closed in on the last break at a five-goal difference but went down by 17 points. Fletcher Seymour, in the absence of skipper Joby Harper, uh, collected 30 plus a goal. Uh, and the a couple of other things. Skip Childs, Jade Childs. Yeah, I saw him at the... Loaves and Fishes, yeah. Winter Solstice Splash. So yeah. every... I think we mentioned this. Uh, yeah, but he ran a half marathon on the weekend pushing a wheelbarrow. Uh, was that in the Lonnie? The running yeah, festival. Yeah. 21 kilometres. What time? Pushing a wheelbarrow. Tell I'm me. not sure, but I saw the vision of him coming across the finishing line. I'm going to find out his time. And I reckon his arms had lengthened about four foot. Knuckles dragging along the ground. Uh, tremendous effort uh, in that skip. Uh, we will post a link to his socials so that uh, if you've got some spare coin down the back of the couch or something... Is anyone dealing cash anymore? Don't know. You what do you need to just tap your card and? What do you reckon he's tying? I'm going to for get a half on marathon. For, for uh, a half marathon, you're up with the lingo and stuff. I don't know what you'd run. Uh, I don't know. I reckon it might be. I'd run well, a an half hour forty-five. Mar- yeah, and uh, I reckon. I reckon he's he's pretty fit. I reckon he'd do that. I reckon he'd go close to an hour. I'm going to go an hour and a half, even with a wheelbarrow. 
did look Lazoe was a little bit slow towards the end, as I said. Uh, not wow. There you go. An hour forty. Yeah, see, that's uh, that's good it's effort. An hour forty. He's running four forty six kilometers, pushing a wheelbarrow. Jade, great job, mate. I, I did see him at the. I think it was him at the rep game on Monday. Keeping an eye on the footy. Um, that's not bad. The other one that flagged on my radar was uh, a comment Cameron Ling made on the Tassie team. Yeah, saw this. Um, and he, to quote, uh, have you seen some of the players running around for North Melbourne and West Coast? I don't think the talent is there. That's in reference to supporting a 19th team in the AFL. Uh, good mate of the show, Dave Moore. Responded um, absolutely beautifully, I reckon. Uh, this is a Twitter conversation. Uh, there have been struggling teams the year before other expansions and they still happened. 1985, St Kilda had three wins. 1993, Sydney had one win. Brisbane, four wins. Richmond, four wins. In 2010, these are years before an expansion side uh, came into the AFL. West Coast had four wins. 2011, Gold Coast, three wins. Port Adelaide, three. Brisbane, four. So there's... There's precedence there that teams are struggling, but an expansion side still comes in. He follows it up by saying, just pointing out that it wouldn't be happening next year, but in 2026 or 2027, 15 years after the last expansion team came in. If footy can't produce 50 extra players of AFL standard in that period of time, expanding into bigger markets, then something is wrong with its player development. Fair call. I absolutely concur. beautiful, Dave. Yep, Abs- absolutely agree on that. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think there's, I think there's absolutely enough talent running around in the competitions, the VFL, the SANFL. I mean, we're getting these top up players. They're they're walking straight into these um, teams, having an impact. I absolutely think there's. Oh, there's enough uh, there's enough quality out there to do it, and it's actually you know what that's a bit of a blight in the AFL if he's. You know, if they Suggesting if they agree um, yeah. with those sort of comments, oh, I think they oh. should be coming out and saying, Lingy, you hey, listen, pull your head in, mate. They yeah, call you the your orange, in, orange roughy. We'll get the right island flatheads on you and they'll hook you left, right and centre. We've got a connection there with uh, Albie. He does some Alistair Nicholson and Lingy podcast show, radio. We Maybe we'll, we'll, we might dial in. Hey, um, did you like, you like the little, uh, you like the little, um, Poll we put on the uh, yes. Twitter. Very provocative. <laughs> you had a crack at me for, for, well, for commenting for those <laughs> For those that might not have noticed, Worm posted it through the wing socials and then responded <laughs> on his own personal <laughs> account. Isn't that what happens? Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you got to do it a little more subtly than that. Anyway, we've had... Um, the, now, the vote was around... Uh, the vote was around um, basically the conversation around the Tassie team and how how optimistic we're. Yeah, feeling. as it currently stands, how optimistic are you that the Tasmanian AFL team will be given the green light? So, hundred percent will happen. Positively optimistic. Have some concerns or absolute absolutely four options. No chance. What what were your? What, uh, what are you? I was um, positively optimistic. Yeah. So so was I. Um, over three hundred ninety thousand people voted minus on, on this. Um, minus thirty eight eighty thousand nine hundred and sixty one. But 
you know, there were the majority were actually had some concerns or positively optimistic. Would it be interesting? Not much, a hundred percent, or absolutely no chance. So I think that's a yeah. So yeah. jump on jump on Twitter and vote if you haven't yet. A couple of days left. Wing, yeah, but I reckon this is something that if we posted this in two or three weeks' time, I reckon the scene may well have changed. Well, and I reckon if we posted it two months ago, it would have been hundred percent will yeah. happen or positively optimistic. Actually, so. interesting on that. Do you see uh, Team Rockcliffe's sent out an invitation to all the AFL presidents to come down and have a look at, check out the bid uh, and have a chat to the government about the uh, the support and stuff. Okay. No, I didn't. No one, not one... Took up the offer. No, the, the offer's still there. Not one AFL president has currently responded. Jeff Kennett... Uh, no, it wasn't Jeff Kennett. What was this on? What did you see? This uh, I read this in either the Mercury or the Examiner. Uh, it might have been the Mercury. Uh, yeah, not one AFL president has responded. Dave Kosh from Port Adelaide has said that he will be coming. Uh, the Gold Coast moron, he's not coming. I don't think the Sydney one's coming. But that's pretty disappointing. Yeah. To, be, to hold the cards in your hand but not be willing to come down and... Oh, I think a lot of them have just made up their mind already. And this whole, I mean, we won't get started on the whole... Um, no, let's not. The whole stadium thing and everything else. Well, and the goalposts keep shifting. Yeah. So who knows what we're going to need to put into <laughs> play did, in two weeks' I time. I did see a couple of um, tweets about, oh, as part of the stadium build, it's got um, movable goalposts. Yes. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's uh, that's all pretty good. Um, but that was all on my radar. Excellent, excellent. Well, let's get into... We've got some correspondence, some mail. Uh, I don't have any. I've got a little bit that's all come right, through. Can we, we'll move into that yeah, now. Are you happy with that? Go for it. Do you have a sound bite no, for I that? No, I don't. You've got mail. No, it's just this one. You've got mail. I've just mucked up my notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, got, I got a few uh, emails across the desk, actually. Um, first one from Stephen... In East Devonport, wanted to know. Thanks for your message, Stephen. He said, "When are you blokes going to launch season twenty, the season twenty twenty two state series? I think this should be an annual event, pitting the best clubs against one another each year." So, Wilders, are we going to do the state series again? Watch this space. Ooh, okay. I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, Jeffrey it's probably from, an answer yes. Jeffrey seven. from Winalea sent us a direct Good areas. A direct message on Instagram. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Have a little look at his profile, might be a bot. Uh, have you blokes got any opinion on the state ELO rankings on the Tasmaniansports.com website? ELO? I I don't know what it stands for, and I had a quick look. That was the um that was the website we used to use um, for for this, uh, for the summary of the results. So it's got his state ELO rankings. Have you seen this before? No, I haven't. I okay. out of my depth here. All right. So, well, I, I had a quick look. Um, it's got Mott and Preston, number one, calculated from match data gathered since 2018. So it's got a summary of all the... All the clubs, their performances, and how they've all gone. So it's got Motton Preston and fourth, one and two. You've lost me already. We'll get online and have a look, and then we'll we'll have a Jeffrey, bit of a chat. But I wonder you if got this too much time on your hands, mate. I wonder if this could lean way in towards the um, 
the uh, State Series. Anyway, all right, you're not into that. Third one, uh, Colin has sent a tweet. Where's Colin uh, from? <laughs> this has got to be made up, but it's Colin from Collinsvale. So I'm presuming this is Oh, a, that sounds legit. Furphy. Do you fellas think... Was this you? What? Making this up. Do you fellas think, F-I-N-K, <laughs> that there would be any Sorry. regional team that would beat Glenorchy given how much they are struggling with an N? Struggling. That's from Colin from Collinsvale. Do you fellas think there would be any regional team that would beat Glenorchy given how much they are struggling? Uh, yes, absolutely. Do you really? Yes. All right. I reckon most of them. Oh, well, not most, but uh, who, who, most of the top teams, you reckon? Uh, Signet, Huonville, Lindisfarne. Really? Uh, Bracknell, Rocha, Georgetown. Penguin, Devonport. What about a Div 1 team? Do you reckon Lilydale, St. Pat's, Old Scotch? Uh, no. They run for the money. No way. Surely they'd have them on fitness. Well, they're having to forfeit too, so you can only imagine the top-up players that they're putting into the seniors. So, look, that begs the question. Interesting, yeah. Interesting question. Thanks, Colin. I like that. Anyway, that's all the correspondence I had. I did get one okay. from uh, our mates in the uh, other side of the world, NTX oh, Devils. Yes, yes, the Devils. Uh, um, so they played their they played their annual grudge game uh, against the Dallas Dingoes. The Dingoes. Um, which traditionally has been a bit of a bust-up match. There's, it's no love lost between them. Uh, but... Given him, uh, bearing in mind that the Dallas Dingoes have been uh, around for, I think it's around 15 years or so, and the NTX Devils, this is their second year in the league. Um, over the past 12 months, they've played five times, and this is the progression of improvement. Was this t- 12 months, did you say? In the last yep. 12 months. So yep. they've played five times against the Dingoes, uh, the grudge match, the local grudge match. Uh, game one was a 15 goal loss, game two was a six goal loss. Game three, they brought it back to three goal loss. Oh, they're coming. Game four was a two goal win, but the the NTX Devils don't count it because it was an international rules weekend. Oh, you'd still count it. Game five, which occurred over the weekend, six goal win. Got the, the biscuits. Yeah, come on, the Devils. And I've I very aptly asked. I could, well done, brilliant the score. But all I wanted to know was whether there was any fisticuffs. <laughs> Uh, and it was, nah, nothing this time yeah. around. So maybe the dingoes need to focus a little bit more on the football. Mm. So well, There you go. Okay. But there. that was Go the devils. Yes. Thanks to D-Mace for your message too, mate. Love the D-Mace. Just like our teachers back in primary school, here's a little chance for you to pause, go and do what you were going to do before you started listening to this, or go and grab another cold one, settle back in, and listen. Let's rip. Radio, flick into it. Let's do it. Oh, it's time for Derek's Deep Dive. Let's get stuck into it. You're cool, fellas. Derek. Well, another is deep this one dive. Derek or is this... It's Daisy. Got an email from Daisy during Any the relation week. to Derek? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to ask Derek about that Daisy's when we get back dive. to Daisy's Deep Dive. We could. This uh, was a question posed to us. Yep. From uh, the communication side of yeah, things. Yeah, it was. Uh, so and da- it was around. Daisy has asked about, with all the talk that's happening with the Tasmanian AFL team, 
there has been, or she hasn't seen, any discussion around the Tasmanian women's team. And she would like to know... AFLW. She would like to know what is going on with that. Wilders. (laughs) I'm going to throw you. I got got the answers. Uh, No, so it... um, I haven't seen anything. I'm just trying to rack my brain. I think I might have read one piece that linked a Tasmanian AFL men's side uh, to the introduction of an AFL um, W side. So, so next year, am I correct in thinking that all that the the AFLW is expanding and all <coughs> AFL teams four new teams in next year? Yeah, so AFLW, Sydney, Essendon, Port Adelaide. Uh, and who would be the others? Don't know. Don't One, know. More. Yep. One more. One okay. more. Uh, Hawthorne. Yep. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, does that mean all AFL sides have got one? I'm about to find out. I'll jump um, on Google. But it does beg the question, all this talk of the AFL men's side, has it gone... Have we lost the... How many, um, how many AFL teams are there? 18. Yep. So, there's 14 at the moment, and the four yep. more each mean... Every team. Right, so, so on the basis of that, why is the why are we not having the discussion, or at least including in the proposal, the AFLW side? Well, wouldn't it be a fantastic introduction into a national competition by us, us as in Tassie, having a women's team earlier or first you, into the comp? You the say comp. earlier or first on the basis of. It's still a provision. Still, it, still. I mean, it's part of it all. But, but it's a, but it, it's easier to. Um, well, it's a shorter get season. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought so. Does it play, not as big? Does it play playlist? into the? Um, is it easier because the uh, the competition for AFLW is still emerging and stuff, and so subsequently the the teams. That are existing aren't as strong as what, say, a Carlton or a Collingwood mm, or an yeah. Essendon. Or, yeah, the country is Essendon <laughs> at senior men's level, yeah. but at senior women's level, there's still that progression and um, De- development, development yep. that's still occurring. And so, plenty of, a new um, team in. Mm. I mean, next year, I suppose you look at it. What who've been successful at AFLW? Brisbane and uh, Adelaide. Adelaide, Brisbane. Yeah. Um, so I suppose there is a little bit of Melbourne um, Bulldogs longevity. Early. Yeah. Well, well, the Bulldogs and Melbourne started playing long before, or not long, a few years before the others. Um, I reckon, surely. Tasmania could get an AFLW side up and going. Given the, given the, you've only got to look at the rep sides that we've had on the weekend. Oh, and the and number the of girls are getting drafted. that are going over to uh, North Melbourne yeah. or um, who went to the Sydney, yeah, Sydney the Melbourne. other week? We just feed um, Chloe. Chloe was it Chloe Ransom? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Sarah um, Skinner's. Uh, Sarah Skinner yep, went. Yep. Sorry, um, like there's a mid-season draft straight up. You look at the girls that have, have already playing. Amia King. Uh, um, oh, there's heaps, heaps that you could. And then Daria the, Bannister. There's so many. The, some of the development programs that are working uh, in unison with the local leagues and stuff. So, so I tell you what would be interesting with all of that discussion. How are we going for time? No, right. we're good. Um, what would be interesting with that discussion is the women's footy, as it stands in Tassie at the moment, is regionally based. So there isn't a state league. So it'd be interesting to see the difference between how that would go being regional and whether if the men's AFL team was needed, we Tassie 
could go back to regional or is that preferred to be as a state competition or is the women's preferred to be a state competition? So a few questions there. You know, they is are it you, different for, for either women's that women? it's a, it should be utilised as an experimental base for the men's? Yeah, I don't. I don't mean experimental in regards to. Okay, let's just see what happens. Yep. I mean, I, I I really rate the women's competition here in Tassie. Um, so, yeah, I don't like. I, I know what you mean. Okay. I don't like the word experiment. But but basically, you know, does this does this format work? And they have used that, and they are going to use it. I mean, the NTFA have used the uh, women's comp with a promotion relegation. Watch this space in regards to whether the men's competition moves to that next year or the year after, promotion, relegation. So, you know, that, that, that there's precedent to, to have a trial during in the women's competition. So maybe maybe it is. Maybe it could be done. The only drawback would be that the AFL stipulation that we have to have an AFL uh, ground down here, which we don't have at the moment. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh, no, we have two, which yeah, have been... exactly. They've been yes, fine to be no. used when it's, you know, when it suits that, I think... I think... Uh, who was it? Stacey? No, Daisy. Daisy posed a question. Yeah. I think it's a valid question that I needs to be asked. Question. Is why are we not pushing a and and you would presume that the costs and level of funding for producing an AFLW side would be a lot less than would be a lot it's. less, but it's something that we could grow and utilize. So you imagine if it's say it's implemented in, oh, I suppose without looking at what the AFL's plans for a nineteenth team at AFLW. Say say we could get it off of them going by three years. Does that then give it three years to run before um, we potentially get a, a men's side? And then they're working in unison straight up. You've got three years under the belt of the women's. Roll on in with the men's as well. Bang. Uh, I, th- I think it's a... Uh, yeah. You weren't even listening to me. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was Google searching um, women in the AFLW. Have a look at that. Yeah, so so Jess plays for Brisbane. Uh, Daria Bannister, One, two, Nicole Bresnahan, four, five, Ellie. six, seven, eight, yeah. nine for Perry King, Ella, um, North Melbourne, yeah, Richmond, Lee Gamble, Bulldogs, and there's you know, oh, and then a, both, a few that have then just you got the umpire inside. Come, you got the umpires. They're a team to themselves. Don't you worry. Um, we would have heard about that if you had have recorded our interview last week, but uh, yeah, there's plenty there. So. Well, I, 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 Daisy, I love maybe, maybe love the, the, the question. It might just flag a few bits and pieces at uh, AFL Taz. Well, I'm going to AFL House. I'm going to I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to get on get on the blower. I'm going to speak to speak to our man as high up as we can get. He'll give you a Derek, good answer. He he um, flat batted me the other day. When I asked him whether... Notice we... I flat-batted you yesterday, actually. No? What was that? When you sent a message through. <laughs> what did I send the message uh, through? How cold was it? Just couldn't be bothered responding to you. <laughs> I was just a token. <laughs> yeah. No, our man, uh, I asked about whether he was in the conversations with Big Gill and uh, Jeremy Rockliffe, hey, and he just flat-batted. the bridges. No comment. No comment. Actually, we were watching... Oh, what were we watching the other day? Something, something on Netflix. No, it was <laughs> local news, and uh, Ned... Ned had a chat to Gilly up at Rocha Lee. And then Gilly came on the news. He goes, Dad, 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 that's the bloke that runs footy in Taz. I go, yeah, that's Gilly. He goes, Gilly? I thought you told me he was the president. <laughs> I said, I reckon Gilly might have slipped that one into you that he was called the president. I love it. Hey, um, I'm just having a look here on Twitter. Uh, John Ralph article. 
posted in a willing and at times fiery AFL commission meeting with presidents today, the opposition to a 19th licence was laid bare. Big task to get to a consensus position. Let's hope it happens. Tony Cochran, vocal in his opposition, Tony, but he's not the only one. Tony, you know where to go. And I'm going to tick that button that says explicit. You can fuck off. Okay? We've had enough of you. You just, Mr. Handout. Uh, Mr. Handout. Run your own club, you pest. Cochrane has had $250 million nah, poured into his club me, in 10 years, which him, he struggles nah, to get 10,000 nah, members a season. Nah. Last drink. Thanks to Van Demon Brewing. Yeah. Turns around to a state that has paid out $100 million over 20 years for content and says we can't get a seat at the table. It's a disgrace and insulting to Tasmanians. I'm with you, David. Putting you on mute. Tony Cochran's got enough of here. Can't say anything defamatory, can we? Ah, uh, radio, last drinks. You got anything? Oh, I just want to talk about Tony. No, we're not. Um, I saw something during the week, and I made you aware of it, was um, a bloke called Russell Hansen. Uh, he's an AFL consultant or done some consulting oh, work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did a report 2019 for Legislative Council review. Uh, into the AFL and stuff. Um, we have you read that report yet? It's a sixty no, seventy page document, yeah, and it covers huge. off a whole way through um, from oh what the, the feeling of local football in Tassie to why an AFL team should go. Really good read. Uh, we're going to have a chat to Russell Hanson uh, next week, I reckon. Excellent. Um, and just chat to him about the feeling on the ground, and particularly now, with, especially with that tweet coming mm. out, um, yeah. where the feel for AFL in Tassie currently sits. Uh, did you watch the Grey Wiggle this morning? I didn't get the reference, though. <laughs> Well, it was the movement. He just dances. He's uh, like jumps up and down. Oh, and I dances. thought he must have done a move or something yeah. for the Socceroos. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was awesome. Such a good Socceroos are back. It, yes. I know we're not a soccer podcast, but Norwich City, you beauty. <laughs> Go the Canaries. Uh, no, good result. Hey, um, looking forward to getting back to some local footy. This, yes, we will. This Saturday. I've got to get my head around. Yeah, I think I'm going to venture out and watch a big clash at Invermay Park, Owls and Old Scotch. Should be a belter. Use my free pass. I'm going to get through three football trainings this week, football meeting, before I even get to the weekend. Quick one. Fire pits and hot dogs. Ran ran into Scotty Rigby and Damien Jones at the rep game. They love us. Maybe a little bit of collaboration coming. That's all I'm going to say. What? We're making beer together. That's all I'm going to say. uh, They're loving it. The big brewery up here might be out out of a job. Maybe. Look out. See you later, mate. Watch this space. Enjoy your weeks and bring on local footy. Keep an eye out for North versus South beers. Van Demon Brewing. Ooh. If you enjoyed this chat on Way Up in the Wing, make sure you like and subscribe to the Way Up in the Wing podcast channel so you never miss another entertaining episode, neglect an exclusive interview, or forget what games you should be seeing this footy season. Listen, like, and subscribe to the channel now.